For as long as I can remember, they've been telling us to enjoy it while they're young, but our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy it? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time to make shift happen. You can be a happy mom. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not a burden. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. And so are you. Come with me. Let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility. Change the effing world together. It's all in the way we choose to see it. I'm so glad you're here, friend. You're listening to Meant to Bloom with Brittany Clarkson. Hey, beautiful friend. So glad to have you here once again on the Meant to Bloom podcast. Um, I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson. Anyways, today I wanted to chat a little bit about one of the kind of harder parts of motherhood that I have encountered. And it's kind of surprising that this is even difficult for me, but I am such a peacemaker, such a like, let me help you. Let me be a people pleaser. Let me help you out. Let me make this the easiest thing for you possible kind of person. So, and I talk a lot about motherhood, the difference. What is motherhood? It's your relationship with your child. It's everything to do with you and your child. It's nothing to do with the house, the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry. Those are all support tasks that, you know, have to be done whether you have kids or not. So don't call those motherhood. But anyways, the hardest part about motherhood kind of uh, for me is letting my kids be independent and allowing them to learn from natural consequences. This is very much, I don't talk a lot about parenting in here because I am not a parenting expert. I am learning as I go. (laughs) My oldest is six, so I only have that much experience. Um, Currently, I have a two, a four, and a six-year-old, and it gets crazy and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. It is, it's just the best. Um, but letting them be independent, it can be really tricky for someone who likes to control every situation. And when you're someone who is already like always kind of underestimating how much time she has and you're running a little bit late and you just want to do everything for your kids so it can get done faster, this part can be tough. Um, I feel like we don't talk about, talk about it enough in like a serious manner. I know we see like commercials and reels and like joke about how, you know, your three-year-old thinks they can buckle themselves and now you're 20 minutes late. But like really for real, it creates some emotions. It really does. Watching them be independent and need to be independent and then wanting to help them. And like, I have one kid who likes to be helped. Um, like he can dress himself, but he doesn't want to, he wants me to help him get dressed. And I get that that's kind of like this comfort little bonding thing. Um, you know, I've, I've made sure, you know, I've done that motherly duty of making sure that he is capable of dressing himself and he is, he just does not want to, he wants me to do it for him. 
And so then when the other kids are doing stuff on their own and they're really struggling, but they do not want help and they, you know, I can't help them when they're learning, it gets tough. It gets confusing because all kids are different. And then like you're expected to treat them all the same, but different. And it's just, I don't know. I feel like we need to have a chat about this. I wish this was a two-way chat really. Um, but it's one of the best things you can do for them. All right. Is letting them do it on their own. Even if it means you're going to be late to something, even if it means that you have to practice calming your own nervous system while they take what feels like forever to get their shoes on, we just have to breathe. It all happens for a reason. I mean, maybe this is really just opportunities for us to grow as moms in our patience and our kindness and to control our tongues when we'd like to just yell at them and jump in and help them. And it is really, really hard not to help them. Um, but I was recently at a conference where I learned where I uh, where I heard Lori Harder speaking, and she was talking about the time that she went to Costa Rica. And they went to go watch the baby turtles hatch. And just hundreds or thousands of baby turtles are crossing the beach. And all the locals come out to the beach to make sure that all the visitors and the tourists who are out-of-towners know that they are not to touch the baby turtles. Okay? You can look at them. You can take pictures. But do not touch them and do not help them into the water. Because what happens if you help a baby turtle cross that beach? They can't survive in the ocean. They need that whole stretch of beach to struggle and to, you know, to grow all their muscles so that they're strong enough to swim in the ocean. And our kids are the same way. You know, you can't help them every step of the way because then they won't be strong enough and capable enough to do it on their own. And that to me is one of the tougher parts of motherhood because it's really hard for me to step back and be like, you know what, kid, you got this. Let me watch you struggle to do something that I can do in five seconds flat. I'm a pro at it, but you have to remember you're a pro at it because you've been doing it for 20 or 30 or 40 years. They haven't, they're new. They need to learn. Every day of their life is practice and they need the practice before they go to play the game, you know, and it's tough, (laughs) tough on mommy hearts to watch this. But this is where I think mindfulness really helps because it gets really easy to be put on autopilot and to be constantly jumping in and helping them and not ever taking a moment to step back and realize that they have to do this on their own. And it's actually less work for you to step back and let them do it, right? That's actually less things for you to do. And somehow it feels harder. I mean, I'm I'm there with you. I get it. But maybe we need to just step back and we need to practice breathing. Focus on your breathing. And maybe that's a great opportunity to focus on loving them from a distance. You know, take a two-foot step back, take a deep breath, and just focus on loving them and sending them all that, like, love and support so they know you're there for them. But also, we're not sitting there, do you need my help? Do you need my help? Do you need my help? Let me help you. Here, babe, I can do that faster than you. Like, let's step back and breathe and just trust the process 
of them learning. Now, the other part of this is them learning from natural consequences. This is something that we really try to champion in our home, and we don't always succeed at this. Um, but it's definitely our goal. Um, but I still have it ingrained in me, like, you're being naughty, I'm taking away your tablet, and trying to break that kind of thing. Um, from having it sound like a punishment rather than a natural consequence, you know, whereas it's, yeah, you know, you know, I'm not a parenting expert. I don't know how to explain it all exactly right, but trying to lean into natural consequences and not do everything for them is really tough as they get older because when they're newborn babies, like you have to do everything for them. Well, all they have to learn as a newborn is that mommy's here to keep them safe. Mommy's here to provide everything they need. And then they start growing and walking and talking and we can't do everything for them anymore. And it's a tough transition and I don't know when it happens exactly. And I think sometimes we're blindsided by it that, you know, our kids are totally capable of doing most of their daily tasks on their own. And we've just been so used to doing it ourselves or afraid that they'll make a mess or afraid that they'll take too much time and we postpone them learning. Um, I think the Montessori method helps with that because they focus a lot on um, child-led and trusting your kid to pour their own orange juice and really teaching like early responsibility for kids. Um, and I think that's really awesome. And I do have a guest in line to come on and talk about Montessori at home kind of stuff. So let me know if you're super interested in that and I will get that scheduled quickly if um, you actually do want to hear that. And, but learning from natural consequences is really tough as a mom, but it is one of the best things for your kids because you could nag them and nag them and nag them and you can punish them. And do they really learn from that? Or do they just learn that mom's a nag and mom's mean and mom's always taking stuff away? Whereas natural consequences, they don't want to put on a coat. When you ask them to take a coat, they learn that it is cold outside and mom was right. And it can be really tough in the moment to stick by that and to keep going with natural consequences. And I think, again, it is just tapping into your mindfulness, looking at the big picture instead of this moment can really help you stick by it and get through it and thinking, okay, deep breath, pause. We don't need to react to the kid who's refusing to wear a coat. We can just remind him, hey, you forgot your coat. And if he doesn't take his coat, then he's going to have to remember that when he's cold. When he comes complaining to you later that he's cold, it's just a gentle reminder. Too bad you didn't grab your coat. Do you want to come snuggle with me? Of course, I can't not warm my child. But that's really what I wanted to just chat about and get it off my chest. Um, I hope you learned something from this episode and that it wasn't just me rambling on and on about letting my kids be independent and learn from natural consequences. Let me know if you want a parenting expert to come on and actually like talk in depth about what natural consequences are and how to let your kids like how to foster their independence more. Um, like I got some friends that I could totally hook us up with and bring on the podcast. If you just let me know that that's something you want, um, then I will totally 
get something scheduled like that. Um, don't be afraid to like let me know what you need to hear more of. Uh, you can reach out on my Instagram, DM me. I'm at Britt Clarkson. That's B-R-I-T-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Or you can email me, um, hello at Brittany Clarkson. That's hello at B-R-I-T-T-N-I-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N dot com. And I would be happy to chat about what you need more of. Um, Thank you for being here. I do appreciate you listening to me. Don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be a stranger. All right? This is two-way communication, right? Be friends. All right. Love you, friend. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Meant to Bloom. It really does mean the world to me. But are you ready to take this a step farther? Check out the description below of this episode and grab your mindset makeover. It's totally free, my gift to you. Then hop on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. Tag me at Britt Clarkson. That's B-R-I-T-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. If any part of this resonated with you, please let me know by tagging me or leave a review and share on social media so other mamas can find this too. If it helped you, it's going to help someone else. You're part of a movement now. Let's go. Mm-hmm.